Welcome to Honest Money, your best guide to financial freedom. I'm Warren Ingram, the author of a few best-selling books, and I'm also an award-winning financial planner, and I've helped thousands of people on their journey to financial freedom. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share my experience and the best ideas that I've learned, and I hope these ideas help you on your journey to financial freedom. Today, I thought I would talk about uh, about property, especially around home ownership. It's something that uh, that it's very close to a lot of South Africans, uh, and especially when when you talk to them and you talk to them about what their parents tell them and what their grandparents tell them, it's usually something like the moment you get a salary, buy your own property, don't pay off uh, a landlord's uh, mortgage. What's your views? What were you told when you were growing up and, and how did you do it? So growing up, I was definitely told to get a property as soon as you can. Um, get that job, secure the money, then get a property. So um, that those were my views initially and I did do that. I actually followed through and I bought my first property around 20, 2011. Um, I was excited, um, but then life changes. I was single, I was obviously... Um, had the property and it was our family property uh, for my siblings and I and, and my parents and it was also a retirement um, it was a way for, for us to take care of my parents retirement that was my invest investing at the time to take care of my parents um, retirement um, fast forward two years later um, my siblings have gone to varsity I'm by myself. My parents are, you know, working, moving around. So a three-bedroom place is no longer ideal. For a single. For a single person. And find myself with this big property. I'm paying the bond on it. And it's just draining me. So I then I find a smaller place. I move in and I I rent out the property. Um, Did you buy the second place or were you renting the... No, I was renting the second place now. So obviously, fast forward a few years later, I'm now married. Um, I'm now married. We've got a baby on the way. Um, I decide property is an investment. I go buy... the biggest property we can find we we move in um now i've got obviously two properties the first one from my parents the second one where we we're staying and over the years i've realized because the the first property was in a suburb it's the the rental was a bit higher and most people couldn't afford renting it so it's this property where i have to maintain it i have to fix it every other month there's people staying the tenants don't pay then they pay I have now made up my mind. Property is not the way to go. <laughs> Wait a little bit longer when you can, because life changes. I mean, my life changed so much, and I had these two properties on on my hands. If I could, looking back, what I would do differently is wait. I would rent out a small place, find the cheapest place, rent it out, rent it out while building my capital base or my investment portfolio. And then after a while, when I'm a bit comfortable, I've saved up a big enough deposit, I can get a smaller place. I don't have to get the biggest place out there. I can get a smaller place because, let's face it, for me, I believe your primary residence is not an investment. It's it's actually a drain. You pay your rates and taxes, your levies. It just takes a toll on you. If you can, get a smaller place and then wait it out until you've saved up enough. Then get your, get your place when you've, you have a deposit. Um, life has changed. You've maybe gotten married, changed, then you can. Um, but no one size fits all. And I do realize that other people's circumstances are different and they might have a different view on it. But that's my 
experience so far and having done it the way I have done it I could have done things a bit differently so so if we look at uh, a lot of people's journey around property I think it's very similar to yours you know and, and typically if we if we look at the path that they follow I think yours is slightly different in that you went for the big place first but that was to take care of a family for, for a lot of other people they would buy their first little kind of half a bedroom apartment because that's what they can afford uh, and, and then you know their, their salary goes up they earn a bit more they go and buy their, their second apartment uh, now it's a full bedroom or two bedroom and and so on and so on and so on and by the time they get to 35 40 years old they've ended up buying three or four different properties and and feel that they're doing okay and I think that that's always a, a, a tricky step to follow because or path to follow because firstly you're paying transaction costs on the way in every time and they're always more than we all think you know the, I mean the lawyers have big buildings for a reason right <laughs> yeah and uh, and then secondly if you are selling to buy the next one then you've got transaction costs on the way out and then you're paying agents then you're paying lawyers on the way in again bond registration fees the banks know how to charge as well so so I think that it's, it's it's a really um, you know it's a tricky journey to follow and especially because culturally we're all told you know every one of us is told don't pay off someone else's uh, mortgage but but I think that the trick here is to understand that that it's we're not saying don't and you're not saying it either but don't we're not saying don't buy what we're saying is take your time I think the mistake that a lot of people would make then is they would say, okay, um, I'm now going to just spend whatever I earn and not, not worry about the, the, the property I want to buy one day. And I think that's the danger. Yeah. So if you're bad with money, then by all means, go and buy a property because at least you're going to pay off the, the bond. But if you are disciplined, then definitely keep saving and keep building up that deposit for the house you want to buy one day. Yeah. My advice would be that uh, that if you you know if you're if you're if you are married, then what you do is you wait until you you find the place that you want to live in, where you're going to raise children that's close to good schools and all of those things, and you say, all right, this is the place where we want our kids to see out their entire school career. We're talking about 12, 14 years, depending on how many children you have, I guess, and how good the kids are at school. <laughs> uh, and that's the place that you buy because you know the moment you're going to live in a place for a long period of time. That, then it does make sense to buy. But if you're going to stay in the place for three years, I'm sorry to say, but ignore your parents. Uh, keep saving and, and keep investing the money. That's, a, that's an important thing to do. But don't keep buying the, the, the apartment over and over again because that doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. And the fact is you have to pay. Remember, there's, there's interest. I mean, you pay, but there's a capital and interest portion on, on your monthly installment. And you want to be able to pay more than more than the minimum. You want to ensure that you've saved up a good deposit, you've you you've you know you're comfortable with the area, you know you're gonna spend quite a lot of time in that area. You don't wanna because it t- areas take time to appreciate in terms of the property value. You don't wanna sell at a loss. Um, you don't wanna be changing every two to three years or every five to ten years. You wanna make sure you, you stay in for for a good period. And I think that's probably the secret to any long-term investment anyway. And a property is definitely one of those. Is that you know if you if you commit to it in your mind for ten or twelve years, then if things go really well and it doubles in value over five, that's a bonus. But expect it to take a long period of time to 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 grow. So so okay, well, we're not going to have an argument about property. I think we're on the <laughs> same page there. The, the the last question I wanted to ask you today was if the if you could tell the people that are listening one thing. What's the one thing about money or about investments that you, you would like them to know that, that can help them on their path? Money is a tool. It's a tool to get you from where you're at to where you want to be in the future. Use it wisely. You've got a certain period of time if you're working or if you're an entrepreneur. You've got a certain period of time. And time is, is of the essence. The earlier you start, the better your money has to work for you. Stay invested. Earn, um, spend below 
spend below your means, don't live beyond what you can afford, and stay invested. Um, I think make that decision, commit to it. Um, it takes time. There's no quick wins. Um, if someone says they can double your money tomorrow or in a month or in a year, be wary, <laughs> run away, <laughs> stay far away from it. Um, anything worth having takes time. Um, it takes time to have and to build and be consistent. Even if it's 100 rand or 200 rand or 500 rand, you look back 10 years from now and you'll be glad you started. Um, I started on my journey officially three years ago. And one thing I always look back on, or one regret I have, is I should have started earlier. I wish someone had told me the principles from the first day I started working. I wish someone had told me that. Then I think I would have been far ahead than where I am right now. So if you're young, you've just started working, start today. Start with 100 rand, start with 200 rand, start with 500 rand, start with whatever. The whole thing is to start. And the, when you start, you start, you just find information that freely becomes available to you because you're looking out for it. Uh, information won't just come to you. It will come to you as you look for it. Um, you know, they, they say the teacher always appears when the student is ready. Exactly, yeah. When you're ready for it, you'll find, you'll find the information. I mean, I made the decision after listening to that 702 um, uh, radio show you had of Super Saver Julia to realize that, you know what, I'm a working professional and if I really tried and I put my efforts into this, I can, I can become like a super, like super saver Julia, yeah. how she did it. It's, it's possible. It's not limited to a few. It's possible. Just start with what you have. And when you look back, I mean, I started with a small amount of money. I, I think I started with 500 rand. But as I've gone on the journey, I've made sure I've cut down on other things that has allowed me to, to increase the monthly contribution that I do to my investments. Um, I've managed, we've managed as a couple with my husband, we've managed to pay off our car. We now have that money from the car going to investments. So you find ways because you're on the journey and you want to, to add more to it. You find ways of cutting out things that you don't need to make sure you sacrifice, knowing that in a couple of years, my kids won't have to face what I first, where I started. Um, They'll, they'll be better place to start off when they finish uh, varsity or college or whatever it is they choose. They'll, there won't be financial pressure for them to start from a negative like I started. There'll be something at least waiting for them to start their lives when they, when they choose to leave home. The only thing I can add to that, I guess, is, uh, is that debt is a weapon of wealth destruction. And so if you can stay out of debt, if you have got debt, pay it off really quickly uh, and don't live to impress others uh, and especially don't use debt to impress others because that's a great way to destroy your whole life, not just your financial future. Uh, and, and I think you're right. You know, um, it would be great to start as early as possible. But if you haven't started early as possible, the one thing to note is it's never too late to start. You can start now and get ahead. Well, that was Honest Money. Well done, and thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon. <laughs>